Welcome to the Jersey Arts Podcast. I'm Susan Walner. A rare production of a theater classic is taking place this weekend at Ryder University. Ubu Roy was scandalous when it first premiered in Paris in 1896, and it continues to confound audiences. It opened the door to Dadaism, surrealism, and the theater of the absurd. Directed by Carter Gill, Ryder University's production of Ubu Roy is a fast-paced, wild, profane adaptation that stays true to the spirit of the original. Carter Gill is an adjunct professor at Ryder's Westminster College of the Arts. I asked him to set up one of the scenes. It's after Pa Ubu has become the king, and he has uh, been in the favor with the people. He gave out lots of money and meat, and everyone loves him, and now he's become uh, obsessed with money and power, and his voracious appetite has taken over. He's obsessed with nothing but power. And he decides to bring in the, uh, the accountants and the judges and the nobles and confiscate their lands and goods and money and kill them. And uh, that's it. And then he remains the king after that. Oh my he goodness. He absolutely does. But really, Paul Abu, what kind of king are you? You're slaughtering everybody! So shit if I am. This play is, is an unusual play. It's a famous play, but it's also a curiosity. It's odd. Why produce this play here at this school? It is odd, uh, and I think that's part of what's so attractive about it, but also because... So I directed A Doctor in Spite of Himself here last year, which is a Moliere play, Um, and we updated it, and it was an adaptation that had been done a few years ago and really updated. And it was beautiful and hilarious, and the students were so game for all all the contemporary references and jokes that we make, which are really pushing the envelope pretty far. So we decided to... Uh, adapt it again and I knew that the students here the actors here and the the designers here would be the best team to do this right and to really uh, break our teeth on this production to to dare to fail right if we're if we're great fine but if we're very very bad even better (laughs) I think right to to avoid mediocrity is lovely and I think with this play you can really do that So what is it that makes this play so challenging? What makes it something that you break your teeth on? Uh, It's twisted. It's a very twisted play. And it's a, it's a, to follow the twisted logic of it is a real challenge. And it's a a tour de force when you do it, right? When the, when the actors ride that wave all the way to the end, it's, they, they literally fall down, (laughs) fall down at the end of the show because they're so exhausted, right? And part of that is because Jari, referenced all this Shakespeare and all these Greek tragedies and, and giant best of moments, right, of, of theater and put it in his play. And he referenced the best moments in all these plays, the most memorable moments in all these plays. Each scene is maybe two or three minutes long. So he skips from, you know, Ma'ubu trying to lift Pa'ubu to power, uh, referencing Lady M, and then skips to, you know, murdering the king, and then skips to basically Hamlet's ghost, and then, and then to giant battles, epic battles, right? Um, it's very jump cut. Very jump cut, Even right. though it was done so long ago. Yeah, so long ago, before before cinema, before cinema had this way of, of just cutting, right? So he was breaking a lot of rules that way, breaking a lot of rules with the language that he was doing. And so what we're trying to do is actually honor twisting the language the same way he did, and, and that uh, has to do a lot with how we twist our curse words, right? People say, you know, 
well, fuck you or this is so stupid or or this is this is just a bunch of bullshit, right? And so that's boring to me. It's very boring. So how to would me. you how do you twist that? Can you give um, me an example? Just a little example is right. So someone talks back to Paubu and he goes up and yells into her chest and he says he says shit that fuck. But just twisting things on their head a little bit so you're like wait what? Did they just cuss? And I know that was a horrible thing they said, but what does that mean? Uh, Alfred Jari wrote the basics of it when he was just a schoolboy because he, you know, he was uh, a bit of an a bit of an outcast and didn't get along with his teacher, right? And hated his teacher, so established this character that he called Ubu, Papa Ubu, based on this teacher, and it was like a little hand puppet, and it was basically represented all the worst things in the world to him. And then you know he got a little older and and became a little obsessed with it and lost all of his friends because of his obsession with this character and his his satirical look at the world um, and fleshed out the play and it became kind of a play about being hungry for new forms because he was hungry for new forms and a play about exploring everything in in the gray area between good and bad this is a play that continues to have a big impact mm-hmm. on contemporary artists mm-hmm. and it's almost like a play that is a important for artists to know, important for theater people to know. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people, you know, it's, you read it in every theater history class you take, you know, and so as a theater major and in, in, uh, in college and an acting uh, focus in grad school, I read it two or three times and every time I read it I was like, okay, done with that play forever. <laughs> I don't get it, right. I never will, done. Now on to the next strange play that I have to read. <laughs> which is and not, now here which is you not are. to say I didn't appreciate my education, but yeah, now here I am. Like grappling with this play and wrestling with it every night, uh, but it is an important play. It was sort of the birth of absurdism and the birth of Dada, right? And a couple of the scenes we'll see tonight. Uh, one actually has a slight Dada reference, right? The judges are out uh, being killed. Pa Ubu decides to kill all the nobles and judges and and accountants to take their money, right? And we have a little moment where they say, "That's surreal. That's absurd. That's Dada." And then we have a brief Dada moment, which is some of the weirdest things you'll ever see. It's just strange, weird things, right? Dada likes to go backwards and make random choices as a reaction to, you know, wars and and violence in the world. How have these students been reacting to to this? Are they finding it challenging? Uh, yeah, but they they are bringing so much of their talent and joy and pleasure to the table that it's uh, it's really beyond me, and I, I'm. Uh, uh, proud of them seems like a, a weird thing to say because you know they I consider them basically professionals because they're you know they're, I'm not just proud of you know young students doing this but um, impressed so impressed and so thankful that they that they are bringing this to a stage right and I don't know how people will react right I think it could shock a lot of people but the students are so game for that and the actors are so game for that that it inspire it inspires me to see them wanting to bring so much of themselves to the stage. And they all sparkle, they all sparkle up there. It's really, really something beautiful to watch and to be a part of. Um, And they're all in every single scene, right? Wait, all the actors are in all the scenes? Just about, there's maybe two or three scenes that are uh, just two-person scenes between Ma and Pa'ubu. But for the most part, every single actor is in every single scene. And is it a big cast? Uh, Thirteen people. Can you tell me a little bit about the other elements that are going into this production in addition to the actors? Um, yeah, absolutely. A lot, a lot. There's a, so there's a live band, right? And they're also part of the action, right? They don't just, they're not just in a pit. They're part of the action. And the, there's a drummer, a young guy named Matt Sweeney, 
who's very good. And uh, he's really the rhythmic spine of the production, right? Without him, there's a lot, there would be a lot missing. And the way I like to work is very much about supporting others and allowing yourself to be supported, right? And he's very much that support for the, for the cast. And, and we also, so we also have wonderful designers, Herman Cardenas and Robin Shane and Todd Lloyd uh, that are just really, and Madeline Prentice, who are just really on top of, on top of it, right? And adding so much music and sound and the lights and setters and costumes are so saturated. It's really, the play is really an assault on the senses um, from, for 90 minutes, for 90 straight minutes, you're, you're just, your hair is blown back. <laughs> And it's kind of amazing. You walk away with more adrenaline pumping through your body, and you'll probably have an adrenaline dump later. <laughs> At least I did. Maybe it's because maybe it's because we're thick into tech right now, so maybe that's why. But so people coming expecting to see a a nice classic nineteenth century play are going to be disappointed. Uh, <laughs> maybe if they maybe maybe they'll either be pleasantly surprised. I mean, I think I think take. In my opinion, right, a nice classic 19th century play, unless you make it, if you, unless you have a reason to do it, unless it's alive and physical and in the actors' bodies, right, it's a museum piece and it doesn't belong on stage, right? The actors are always what make these things the most interesting, right? And I, I'm just, and I love actors, right? That's partly why I'm, I give them so much uh, credit and because I am one and I'm narcissistic that way, I guess. But they, with, without them, right, they get the final cut, right? And they engage in this conversation and they bring the play and the ferocity. So I think that there will be, I think people won't be disappointed. I think they'll see theater. I think they'll experience an event. Well, really. thank you so much, yeah. Carter Gill. Yeah, absolutely, thank you. Hey now, what do you think, I'm some sort of rich mother father that you could spend so much money on dinner? Don't listen to him, he's a total idiot. Oh, I'm going to sharpen my teeth against your calves. Eat your dinner, Palubu! Have some kielbasa! Thwacka, thwacka, thwacka! <laughs> this is the worst! It's certainly not very good! You brutes, what more do you want? I have an idea, I'll be right back. There are five performances of Uber Roy, from Friday, October 29th through Sunday, November 1st. To find out more, visit rider.edu slash arts. For more about all of the arts in your area and throughout New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. I'm Susan Wallner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, supporting excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966.